0: Too much love. I visited Anne Rand's grave with my three kids a couple of weekends ago. And we're passing by the cemetery in Valhalla. And I say, hey kids, would you like to see if my book, The Great American Jew Novel, is still on Anne Rand's tombstone? I reference her book, Atlas Shrugged in Chapter 2 the Jewy Manhattan Book Club. In the book, Alice Shrugged, Ayn Rand argues for man to use his power of reason to pursue his own happiness while refusing to sacrifice his shot at fulfillment in the service of others. Daughter says, 120 comedy records later, done for mere ego enlargement purposes I think you've accomplished that feat already daddy and that was before I recorded my final one today for 122 last licks can I get a holla for calling out my shots and for delivering long time all the time holla and just to add a joke on top of that monkey pox would scare me if I wasn't Such a conservative faggot. Funny enough, Fagula lives. HALA! Thank you! Very much! The great American Jew novel wasn't on Anne Rand's tombstone anymore, which pissed me off more than seeing a copy of her book found and Head, at a bookstore in Richfield, Connecticut with microscopic font and gaudy, murky book cover on it, reminiscent of Dawn Steele, I don't give a shit novels. I know the Jewish tradition is to place rocks in the tombstone, but Anne Rand was a godless cunt like Carl Sagan's mother. So what difference does it make? Hillary Hammer Time cankles, skanks on, ha! whom will let breath lives. Thank you very much. But seriously, why shouldn't I pay tribute to Anne Rand by placing my self-published, well-reviewed, great American Jew novel on her tombstone? We both detested. Let me rephrase that. We both detest. Let's pretend she's still alive. <laughs> Fake news. Jewish intellectuals like Phil Rosenthal. Facts still mattering, putz breath. Plus, the Midwest Book Review loved my book, The Great American Jew Novel, calling it a hilarious exploration of near comedy and culture, which proves I wasn't too overtly Jewish annoying for the heartland's taste. Last, the premise behind all of Anne Rand's novels is how all pride. In forms of self-satisfaction is derived from your own accomplishments. That's a wellspring of your own thinking. Not done by fake news hippies like your own father who insists on calling Elvis in a postcard a game-changing artist but not his firstborn. Ha! Or my mother in this instance in a postcard to my lucky number three Samuel thinking that he's like the last kid that they could develop a relationship with because the other two or like already fucking teenagers in love. Holla! And my mom makes a comment, Elvis was a family man. <laughs> By plowing up pubescent trim, whenever he wanted, <laughs> uh, whatever, whenever, fulfills your definition of a family man, mom. Holla! <laughs> For me, a family man is a slut in a straight jacket. Thank Thank you! Similar to Elvis, the king, the Creole king. I have an interview. With the chef's warehouse. I say, I didn't really think I'm egomania gone wild. Ha-ha. However. I launched Stand Up staffer. To place UX designers. And with that commission money. Use that money to finance my comedy records. And more sheets of comedy gold. And more books. A-plus, punctured, prose, shining hilarity, from sea to fucking shining sea. Ha! Similar to how Elvis did his shitty movies in Hollywood. Although, what I'm doing is not shit. Although, the fact that Elvis used his money from his shitty Hollywood movies to finance his gospel records is real labor of love. Ha! Such as my book, The Coachitarian Comedians. Can I get a holla? For being extra loosey-goosey today. For feeling extra empowered. For delivering Comedy Record 121. And for definitely getting the Guinness Book of World Records to recognize the fact that I have broken a personal best. And I want to fucking recognize. I could deal with Kevin Hart making more money than God than me. and But I want my name on the same page as him in the Guinness Book of World Records. And it doesn't make me a Kevin It just makes me a short on laughs spectator like the rest. Ha! Too much love in my honor. Thank you! Very much! Again, the premise behind all of Anne Rand's novels is how all pride and forms of self satisfaction is derived from your own accomplishments. That's a wellspring of your own thinking. Not done by fake news hippies like your father. Sorry. David, when you live in Arizona for 10 years and not once visited the Grand Canyon, you're a fake news hippie. I don't care if you're Bob Dylan. Pandora Station suggests otherwise. Holla! Oh, too much love. Thank you very much! The most depressing part of visiting Ayn Rand's tombstone is how her tombstone had 16 rocks on it compared to her pseudo-closeted husband, I think, who only had two. Well, if Ayn Rand wasn't such a needy stink hag, we didn't take Frank O'Connor for granted, he would have had the opportunity to plant more seeds of distress in other men's colons. Before he drank himself to death, that a shame of being a closeted homosexual, I think. Funny enough, Fageloff giving insightful oomph to too much love. Ha! Thank you! Very much. And who are these Ayn Rand culty dunks? Who think it's a good look putting rocks in Ayn Rand's grave, but not his? Granted, Frank O'Connor wasn't Jewish, but Ayn Rand also had less use for kosher dietary restrictions or matzo ball soup breaks while cranked up enough Benzedrine to blow through the tomate one weekend if she dared to take a day off from working and finishing Alice shrugged in exchange for absorbing devalued rabbi opinions some together in one book that made less money for rabbis than a drunken moil with Parkinson's, according to Anne. Anne Rand always referred to Frank O'Connor as her rock and her prize, despite numerous love affairs that she didn't attempt to hide. Yet her former friends, associates, and fans couldn't even dole out a rock for poor old Frank the stay-at-home bitch hub of his day. Regardless of his workout studio at the Art Students League. That was used more for drinking his blues away. Towards his rapidly depleting light. At one point, does the Anne Rand fan think, Fuck Frank. Ann was the breadwinner. Not Frank. Frank only existed because of Ann. I wasn't fucking married to Twinkle Toes. Ann was... Like Anne said, evil is dependence on men, or on me for that matter. Bull and chain, twinkle toes, cook face personified, would have preferred flowers instead. Understand, this tombstone is very modest for Anne, unlike her gargantuan ego, who went on record with National Review founder, Old right. Figurehead of his day, <laughs> William F. Buckley. What you said, you're too smart to believe in God, William. William F. Buckley replies, Epstein's, the shitty deli on the derelict stretch of uh, Central Avenue and Yonkers and the one that's close to White Plains. That Epstein's, there are shitty-ass potato pancakes that are beyond half ass or a reason alone to start a new holocaust in your honor and... At Anne Rand's grave, I say, so Anne, if you weren't such a self serving cunt, you'd be open to the idea of experiencing the divine from birthing Matilda Singin' Rose Cornbluth over here, despite her over on using the word nice to describe everything these days, such as my final comedy record, Last Licks. Ha! Too much love! Thank you! Rub a dub dub very much. Did you ever inspire the nickname 10 Homer Daily? Not. Everless magic. Not. Our billionaire brain. Not. Anthrax lives. Holla. Too much love. Thank you. Very much. I didn't think so, Anne. If my next book, Maternal Waves, could be a play, doesn't outsell, or I still like the title, War of the Hoodies, but... Let's go with the original. If my next book slash play, Maternal Waves, doesn't outsell Atlas Shrugged, then whatever book my daughter writes in the future will. Because whatever you did, she could do better. Because she was blessed with the funny Jew bone, unlike others. Thank you very much. Just wanted to thank you, Anne, for inspiring us to do so, babe. We could jam idealized characters into our novels with big ideas, defending the right to call your mother in law an un- unhuggable cunt or your wife ahead of the curve annoying to Anne, which is why I quit taking Adderall. It's like a focus less on how ahead of the curve annoying my wife could be on occasion. Thank you! Very much. And what's my premise again, And Post-feminism blows. Because it birth- Birthday only blowjobs. Wife asks, What did you wish for on your birthday? And I say, A squeaky clean, Conscious, Fully requesting, Happy Enders, Who weren't yanked, Off the boat, Yesterday. Look at it this way. You got off easy, on my birthday, again, babe, soon after, my kid and I hop in the car and realize that we're stuck in the cemetery. Because every time we follow the exit signs, we head toward a chain-link fence, preventing us from doing so. So finally, 20 minutes later, I ignore social convention, like Ann would, drive around one of those chain-link fences, while narrowly avoiding a couple of tombstones in the process, not belonging to Ann Rand and her husband, partner, Frank O'Connor. Which required a little bit of a steep drive downward on grass in a Toyota SUV. I also avoided tearing up the lawn and waking up the dead as we finally broke free from the trapping cemetery in Valhalla. My eldest daughter says, Daddy, that's the coolest thing you've ever done. You finally passed the putsy cup of truth. And the putsy cup of truth never lies. Do you believe in miracles and ran? Because I do now. Daddy saw an opening and took it without fumbling or bumping over tombstones in the process. Tonight, Daddy can raise a glass of AC-cooling wine for passing the Patsy Cup of Truth with honorable distinction. Daughter Ed, now write an all-time bestseller, Daddy, whether it be Year Without Beer or Maternal Waves or War of the Hoodies or write a new draft or Horsing Around with Hinduism or write a pilot episode such as Never have I ever believed in reincarnation till you encounter a broken down talking racehorse or whips your stand-up comedy roadshow into shape by actually sticking to a fucking hour and mastering it <laughs> instead of doing 121 records later, but only after you record your final comedy record for free. Last licks, daddy. Deal? Deal indeed. Already done, dream doing on. Ha! Aerosmith lives. Thank you very much. Time to beat your personal best, daddy. Race horses live to compete. Lapping losers has already begun. Now let them choke in your stardust with greater rollicking intensity than ever before. Unleash egomania gone wild. Thank you, Anne Ran, for the nudge and my do-it-all dad's honor very, very much. And this is the do-it-all dad your podcast. Dad-friendly entertainment for you and me. Giant duh. Controlling our kids' economy. can make our kids great again. My first free kids. 90% of the time. I thought of my daughter bitching about me picking her up five minutes later than I normally do. Yesterday, our living proof of it. And for all you long-time fans, new-time fans, album 121 Last Licks is now available through my Do It All Dad, Your blog. It's up on SoundCloud. It's not going to be there forever. This will go on sale, but you have an opportunity to enjoy it right now as much as you can. Share the love. Make me go viral sometime this fucking century. There are plenty of highlights, especially castration Nation at the top. Moving forward, I'm gonna be doing gonna be performing some stories that I have not performed in this podcast yet that are going to be included in ways to hide really short stories. And I'll be doing some inspired riffing along the way. So something to look forward to. The common record streak is over. We're back to reclaiming the podcast. And using it as a showcase for my joke-heavy stories that are dad-friendly entertainment for you and me, especially for members of Gen X, that being my GENERATION! Because, now, are these stories inspiring and hopeful and rousing? Yes. But, there's also a dark, bitter edge, because I'm a member of Generation X, and we've had to go through, now we're going on, what, three recessions, uh, there was 9-11... AIDS, monkey pox, COVID. So as a result, we like democracy dying. As a result, we like our coffee like our comedy. Dark and bitter. Ha! Doodle dad year. Coming true. Year without beer lives. Ha! Thank you! Very much.